definitely those profile pictures. You know, you don't want to have one with you in a group where somebody's going to look at and go, okay, which one is it? <laughs> um, you don't want to have one from, you know, your high school all-star years where now you're 35 and 40 and you don't look the same. Um, you definitely want to make sure that it's okay. This is you. Um, also your headline. I mean, you know, that it's that quick snap. This is who I am like in a nutshell. It doesn't have to be so robotic though. I see a lot of them. They're like, I have my master's degree in this and it's all these credentials and you go, no, they don't worry about that. They'll get your credentials lighter. Tell them what you do <laughs> with those credentials. Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that has built several startups into seven and eight figure companies, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where we focus on helping startups with and startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. And today we have another great expert episode, and we have Amy Wills on here. And a uh, brief introduction, I'll give more of what she does, and then she can tell you a little bit more about it. Um, so she is a digital media marketing expert, and uh, she'll talk a little bit about everything. We'll talk about social media. We'll talk about free resources. Probably talk a lot about LinkedIn, just because that's my favorite thing to talk about. Um, and a few other, maybe we'll even get into mailers and ads and billboards. Who knows? But we'll talk all about how to do marketing and have a good time and uh, hopefully provide a bit of good information. So with that much as an introduction, welcome on to the podcast. Hey there. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, excited to have you. So maybe just uh, before we dive into all of your expertise, maybe give the audience just a brief introduction as to kind of who you are and what your background is and why you're so you're such an expert on this ep or on this uh, topic. My name's Annie Wills. I am, like you said, a digital marketing expert. I have experience. I was a digital director of digital marketing for a couple of very large regional companies. Um, I consider myself an expert because I didn't come into this with, you know, a marketing degree or anything like that. I have my background. My background is in chemistry and pharmaceuticals. And so I really had to go out of my way to learn everything from scratch. And so for that reason, I, it's neat to have both perspectives of everything. So. All right. Well, that's a great introduction and uh, I'm excited to dive into it now with you. So we'll jump into my, so my first the area I find interesting, and so I'll, I'll, I'll direct it to the, the questions I find interesting, and hopefully others do as well. So, and we talked a little bit about it before or before the podcast, um, LinkedIn. LinkedIn, to me, seems like it's a great, and I'm biased because I like LinkedIn, but <laughs> great platform for everybody to more than just post a resume, more than just to put it and forget about it, but it's a platform where on the business side, you can connect a lot, you can network, you can actually find people. I mean, one of the secrets that I guess not isn't secret if I share with the audience is that we go out and we look for people that are looking for recommendations in the legal field. And it's interesting to me how many people are looking for recommendations and how few people respond. So those are people that are clients that are wanting recommendations and they're asking for it and nobody ever responds. And so with that, thoughts on LinkedIn. Is it a good platform? Why is it a good platform? If it is a good platform and how can we best live or how can people best leverage it? I love LinkedIn. It is my favorite platform because, I mean, especially as a professional, you go there, you get to interact with people, you get to see, you're learning so much more about them in a professional way, but also you're getting to see like, oh, you're human. So I want to do business with you, not only because you have a reputable company or, you know, all these great reviews, but also because as a person, you seem 
generally great. I mean, it's, it's mm. so good for building a brand for your company just mm. because you have that human connection. And so I, I love LinkedIn. I can't say enough good things about LinkedIn. <laughs> let's dive into it. So let's say, okay, I, I'm convinced you, you convinced me of that 30 second spill. I should use LinkedIn yeah. <laughs> before, or you'll take the, the standard person that two or three years ago, somebody told me I should probably, or my business did it for me, create a profile on LinkedIn. I created it. I've never done anything with it. How do I, how do you start to dive into LinkedIn? What do you do to actually engage the platform? Do, do I post every day? Should I go and update my profile? Should I do a different picture? Should I tell everything, every experience and I have a long list of experience? Should I get recommendations? I mean, there's so many areas to start. If you're just getting into it, what is the best area to start or how do you get, how do you start to tackle it? It can definitely be overwhelming whenever you look at, especially whenever you go on there and you see these people that they do have it all together and they're superstars on LinkedIn. And so I think the first thing should be figuring out what your goal is yeah. right now. I mean, are you just trying to put your profile together? Are you trying to network with a specific type of person or are you trying to build your, you have to figure out what your exact goal is and it's going to be ever changing. I feel like every week I have, something different in mind for like what I want to achieve on LinkedIn. And so I think that should be step one, figure out what you want to do <laughs> um, and build your profile that way. Um, you know, if you're trying to, what do I want? How do I even figure out what I want to do? So as an, I, most people I'm making the assumption, but let's say somebody says, Hey, you should really check out LinkedIn. I think it would do well with your business. It's okay. I'll go check it out. How do I even figure out what I want to do in the sense that, you know, it's kind of like if I, if somebody tells me, all, everybody, I get occasionally, it's on the intellectual property, the patents and trademark side, somebody that says, well, somebody told me I needed a trademark or I needed a patent, and I really don't know if I need one or not, but they told me, so I figured I'd call you and check it out. So kind of that same thing. If somebody told you you should probably use LinkedIn or it's a good source or heard on a podcast or read online, how do you even figure out, how do you figure out what you should be doing or, or, how, or what your purpose should be? It just depends on where you are in your business. Like for using mine, for example, um, you know, with COVID, I was a director of digital marketing and then I was laid off. And so you go, oh, okay, I'm to square one. Now I'm not the director for a single company. I'm trying to do this for multiple people and I do it really well. So how do I let other people know that and bring them to me? Um, so just adding that value, you know, showing that, okay, here's my purpose. My purpose right now is to show that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so creating, so my goal right now is to create content that shows that off. Um, you know, adding value in a digital marketing scheme and showing that, look, I can make content that is getting engagement. If I can do this for myself, I can do this for a company. Mm. Um, so it just, you just really have to look inside your business. And even if you are working with a company. Mm. Answer my question as well. So let's say my purpose, because I would say the majority of companies are going to say, the reason I want to go on LinkedIn is I want to get more clients. I want to get more business and wherever I can make more money, that's where I want to be. And so if that's, is that your purpose or is that more of just your end goal or accomplishment? Is there a difference or because where I see a lot of times people go on and they just plaster a whole bunch of ad, you know, whole bunch of posts about their business and say, if you need this type of a person, come to me, I'm great. And I'm like, scroll to the next one because that's not interesting like everybody else. So is that your purpose? Is it just, Hey, I want to make more business or is there a, a bigger picture to the purpose? I think there's a bigger picture there because yes, I know what you're talking about. You see those where you're going, Oh, it's so robotic. Like I want to learn about you and your company. I don't want you to regurgitate the about, section of your website. I don't want to see that. Mm. Um, and so just showing off in a way exactly what kind of person they'll be working with. 
you know, there are some companies on there that do it. So not even companies, individuals within companies that do it so well. Um, one that someone was talking about the other day, Anthony Jones, and I feel like I bring him up pretty often, but like, I don't have any interest in duck hunting at all. I'm the opposite of a duck hunter, but he engages in a way and he talks about his company, which is, um, ducks unlimited. And you go, I, I don't, care to hunt but it's really neat to like learn about conservation and learn about that company you go wow like these people are really passionate about it um and there's some others like some of the recruiters where you go oh recruiting like I'm not even looking for a job but y'all talk about it in a way that makes it engaging like if I were looking for a job you would be who I would go to it would be your company because you you come across as approachable so I don't think it should be the I'm looking for more clients like this is my goal I'm going to have my pitch. My, my pitch is going to be my post every week, mm. but just a finding out how to do that in a conversational way. <laughs> no, I think that makes and, and a lot of it is at least for me and you're the expert. So I'll, I'll just do it from my standpoint is that when you're posting is it, you kind of have two different goals, right? One is to right. yourself as an expert or appear to be an expert. So you don't have to say, you don't just tell everybody you're an expert, but give share value, say, Hey, I, I'm the, I, I don't go around saying, hey, I'm the best world's best patent attorney, come hire me, but rather prove that in a sense, here's some information, here's an article you should read, or here's, you know, something you should know, or here's something that will help your business, and almost that kind of that give, give, get model to where give them that information, and then two is also to create a network and a people and to actually make those connections, right, so one right value to the everybody as a, as a whole or you know everybody on the platform and then two to start making more specific co- or connections or thing, always seem to me to be a couple good motivations yeah and it's so funny I've had people call before and be like I don't know you at all but so-and-so's friend saw this LinkedIn post and they recommended you I'm like that's so great that's that's great that's what I want to hear um and so I think that's what people should be thinking about whenever they're making this content is anyone <laughs> everything is marketing that's something that ryan kovac says i love it everything is marketing <laughs> so so you should i always say you should always be selling in the sense that you should always be figuring out a way to let people know i always laugh and there's i love listening to podcasts so i do my own podcast i also am an avid listener and there's one that you know he talked about and i can't remember which podcast it is now so they'll if they ever listen to this they'll probably be like that was me but you know, <laughs> right <laughs> Was, he was talking about, he was, and they were real estate, and it's a real estate marketing podcast, and I just can't remember the name off the top of my head, and maybe just be real estate marketers, I can't remember, um, um, but they were talking about how they were in a friend, him and himself were in a, in a bar, and they were talking about how, hey, you know, and it was, he was talking, his friend was talking, and said, hey, I just found this, you know, smoking hot chicken, I, not derogatory, that's just how he told the story, and said, I just gave her this and you know I'm, I'm hoping that she gives me a call then we can start dating those type of things which I'm sure I've never been in a bar I'm about as opposite of a bar but I can imagine it nonetheless and he's and so you know he's telling him his friend all about how he gave her this referral and he's hoping that they can start dating and you know that was the whole motivation to give her the referral and the guy t- goes to him and says well dude I'm in marketing like I'm in real estate like that's what I do like why didn't you give it to me he's like oh I didn't know that that's what you did like and he's like how does my and not know what I'm doing and you do that so it almost seems you know kind of by extension these type of platforms whether it's LinkedIn and others is a way for you to let your friends or even you know a coin <laughs> network and that know what you're doing not hard selling it but know what they're doing right right so now I'm gonna keep on the LinkedIn just because it's an interesting one but switch quick gears so 
starting out, you can, I'll give you two options. You can either make your profile look the world's best profile. You can go in and do everything, or you can start posting. And let's say you have a limited amount of time. Which one's more important if I have to make you choose? Definitely make your profile, optimize your profile first. So now I put it, you can put out a mace. Oh, go ahead. Go. Oh, but okay. Now what? <laughs> so that's like building a business and then not having a website or any kind of a landing page. So, so start out with a profile that answered my first question. Now, what should, what should people be thinking about when they build their profile? Is it the picture? Is it the tagline? Is it, Hey, I should tell every job and should do, you know, what are the things to think about when you're building your profile that really help you to stand out um, when people are looking at it? Definitely those profile pictures. You know, you don't want to have one with you in a group where somebody's going to look at it and go, okay, which one is it? <laughs> um, you don't want to have one from, you know, your high school all-star years where now you're 35 and 40 and you don't look the same. Um, you definitely want to make sure that it's okay. This is you. Um, also your headline. I mean, you know, that it's that quick snap. This is who I am. Like in a nutshell, it doesn't have to be so robotic though. I see a lot of them. They're like, I have my master's degree in this and it's all of these credentials and you go, no, they don't worry about that. They'll get your credentials later. Tell them what you do <laughs> with those credentials. Mm -hmm. um, so use that headline as your, Hey, this is me. Um, I think that's super important. And then just build the other as you go. Um, Everybody we had slightly technical gift. Deal. I think you were saying the photo was makes a first impression. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So I'll give in one, I'll give cause and I said, I, I feel like I'm talking as much about the, and it's just because I really like LinkedIn. So you get it, you get me out of, and I talk more than I, than I should. But, you know, one of the interesting things that, you know, I found that it, on the photo that I never knew about until recently is there's a website that's called Photo Feeler. Have you heard of that one? Yes. And so I love that. And it's one that, just to give the, the viewers a, an insight. So, because I think that what, the first thing you always notice on a picture is, you know, whether it's a good picture, whether you can, has good lighting, doesn't have good lighting. But sometimes you as an individual, you love your own picture and you kind of start to drink your own Kool-Aid. And you're like, oh, well, this conveys this. And I love my picture. And everybody else looks at it and says, that's a horrible picture. I don't love that. And what are you trying to do? Right. And so, like is you know i'm sure there's other out there but it's just photofeeler.com but you can go on and you can say this is you know i'm going to use this for social or i'm going to use this for business and then you can put multiple pictures up there and then it's basically hey you vote on so many pictures you give your feedback and information and then they'll they, others will do the same online so it's kind of a compromiser you, you help others they help you but then they can say hey how competent do you look how do you look smart trustworthy attractive and i think they have a whole bunch of different metrics depending on if it's dating or social or business but then it gives you a better idea of hey how are other people pursuing or pursuing that photo or, or viewing that photo right it, yeah i love that website because it's really neat because you do you get feedback on it and you're going oh well i mean maybe you've been knocked off your high horse but at least now i know not to use that <laughs> no i love it and you know those type of things so now we get the photo and we have so how do i draft so th there's a couple approaches and get your thoughts or feedback you can either just be very make sure that you tell you know very uh, come off very educated or smart right and here's all of the jobs I've worked at and here's the projects I've worked at here are the thing you know the degrees that I have or you can have the opposite of hey I'm going to tell more of a story right let them kind of buy into what I did why I did it what I'm passionate about so is there 
should you balance one way or the other? Should you strike it somewhere in the middle? Or how do you how do you now convey the you get the perfect picture, you get that perfect tagline. How do you now convey them that the rest of the information? You got that about me section. And so you can really kind of shoot your shot <laughs> right there. Um, and it just depends on your personality. I mean, anybody can coach you on it and be like, okay, here's exactly what other people's, are, you know, this is what they're going with. And it seems to be working, but I mean, you don't want to put something on there that isn't you. So hmm. if you are going for super robotic and I'm super professional jokes, show that hmm. of what you put on there you then so you definitely want to make sure that you have your awesome so now we do that so you 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 convey over the information that you want they want them to know and you figure out hey this is how i'm going to convey my personality and it should i think to your point conveys hey i'm a i'm an awesome person i'm i'm happy go lucky and this is the kind of person you're going to get if you hire you work with me or anything else or hey i'm very serious but i'm very expert on mine but i think it, it conveys your personality a bit without being unprofessional okay. on to next topic which is free resources Last thing on LinkedIn, any don't, anything you shouldn't do, whether it's on your profile, on your post, we've hit a couple, but any other things that you shouldn't do? Oh gosh. I mean, there's, I feel like I talk more about what you shouldn't do sometimes. Um, you know, just standard conversation. You're not going <laughs> to go heavy on politics, mm. personal opinion. I mean, you can have personal opinions, but you know, you're not going to go shame people based on weight, anything discriminatory. Um, if you wouldn't say it in an office setting, probably shouldn't say it on LinkedIn. I think these are just common sense and manners. Um, also, no one really likes that hard sales pitch. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I really go on about that a lot because I realize we're all here to make connections and sell and build our clients and, you know, build our businesses. But at the same time, no one wants to feel like, oh, I'm just a number. Like you've just copied and pasted and sent me this. So mm. try to make more meaningful connections so that when you are trying to sell on something, it doesn't come across so cold and robotic and harsh. <laughs> All right. So there's the don'ts. Now I'm going to switch to one of the other topics that we talked to, or things we talked a little bit about the podcast or before the podcast was the idea of free resources in the sense that, Hey, especially if you're a startup, a small business, you always have more things to spend money on than money to spend. And so you're always saying, Hey, how can I, what can I leverage? What can I do myself? What are some of the things that are good resources to me as I'm starting out and those type of things? So maybe or help us understand what are some good free resources? What should people check out and what is available to them? I mean, social media is, you know, number one, as far as free resources, whenever you're trying to build a business, it costs you absolutely nothing to make a Facebook business page or a LinkedIn company page or a personal profile. So you should always do that. Um, just because you've got your, your, all eyes all the time. Um, I mean, you can always get help with that, but it's, you can start that free, <laughs> um, resource as far as branding. Um, Canva is my favorite that's free because they've got a free, um, version of that software. And if you're trying to get everything started, you can, you know, set up a brand kit, you can set up a team, you can make kind of learn how to do your graphics without having to be that I'm an expert graphic designer. I mean, you can do it and it's not going to look so amateur. <laughs> and so that's helpful. You're not having to, you don't have that 
expense. I mean, graphic design work can be very expensive. So that's always helpful. Um, a scheduler, you know, um, tailwinds is good for businesses that need to have a presence on Instagram or Pinterest, things like that. That's an awesome, and they help. For those that aren't familiar, what is a scheduler? What, why would you use a scheduler? Maybe given that as a, a backdrop. A lot of people have trouble with consistency as far as, you know, okay, maybe I should be, maybe it's, I've been told that it's best to have daily content, but I'm busy. I don't have time for this. With a scheduler, you can go in and just have it all set up to where it does the posting for you. So it's not a, okay, I did really good on my content here and then I got busy and I didn't post anything for two weeks. <laughs> um, because you don't want to miss out on people having eyes on your stuff for that amount of time. And so if you're somebody that struggles with that, definitely have a scheduler. Um, there's a lot of free ones out there. There's um, Tailwinds, there's Tweetcaster, Hootsuite, um, even Canva now has a scheduler built into it. Um, so there's a lot of great free resources out there, but you definitely want to do that. <laughs> Consistency is important. And you brought up scheduler. So I'll ask one question kind of across the different socials. And so the ones that I'm aware of, and I'm not, I'm not up on all of the new platforms, but you certainly have a Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. And I know that there's, uh, you know, other ones out there, but what are the, is there, should you be, how often should you be posting on those different platforms? Is it, you know, quick, is it the same on each? Meaning every, you know, I should tweet the same as I put on LinkedIn, same as I put on Facebook, or is there a difference in how often you should post on them? No, there's definitely a difference. Um, and it varies, you know, some things I see, I'll see some recommendations and you go, okay, I think that's a bit outrageous. Um, like recently I saw a thing come out that you should be posting 12 to 15 tweets per day. And I was thinking, who, how, how do you have time for that? Um, but you know, like LinkedIn, it's recommended daily content usually helps. Um, Facebook is daily tweets. You definitely need more tweets. That's kind of one of those where you have to get into it and just see what the magic number is for your business. Um, I recommend anybody starting with just daily content and then watching your numbers from there. You know, Google analytics is free. Mm. Use that watch how your audience is tracking things. And I mean, if you need to drop it down, drop it down. I mean, some people only need to post three times a week and it's perfectly effective and helps. Um, other people need to post twice a day. So I always say start with once daily okay. and grow from there. Awesome. So now I'm going to ask, and we only have, we're getting towards the end, but I have one more question that is completely off of digital media, but you, we talked about it just for very briefly, non-digital media, thoughts on those in the sense that, you know, we talked just a little bit about mailers and billboards. Are those dead? Should you give up on them as a business and you should abandon all hope? They still effective, depends on the business or thoughts on when you should go or just go digital, go old school, physical, or a combination of both. So this is an interesting topic for me because I do, you know, I do digital marketing, but my, my family owns a printing company. And so my dad is like the old timey printing press, like we're doing the mailers and all this. And so it's like this conflict of, oh my gosh, people could save so much money if they didn't do this, but also it's important to do that. And so, although I love all things digital, there's definitely still a place for those mailers. I mean, you get them all the time. And especially right now, it's so funny because like my mailbox has been full of the mailers from different campaigns. <laughs> um, and they're effective. I mean, even though, you know, the train of thought is initially of, oh no, that's just going to, people just throw these away. You go, they mm. don't, but they don't. They do actually go back and look at those. Um, billboards. It's 
my only problem with them is that it's difficult to gauge a return on them because, you know, whereas if you put an ad on Google, you can go in and see, okay, this is how many people have seen it. And this is how many people have clicked. Mm. You don't get that with a billboard, but I mean, you know, people are looking at it. And so mm. just kind of gauge, okay, we've got this many calls and we can't track them with our digital thing. So it must be coming from this. So yeah, I think there's definitely still a place. It just depends on what industry you're in, but there's definitely a need for those. So let's say giving me free advice now, and we'll end with that legal industry in general, would you go with mailers, billboard, paper, newspaper ads, digital, social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, if you could only choose one, and I know you don't have to really choose one, but if you could only choose one and somebody's in the legal industry, which would you choose? I would say Facebook, but just because whenever you think about like, okay, how often does the average person need a lawyer? And it's funny because I was talking about this with somebody that they were, they're in the plumbing industry and they were like, we don't know what to do because people only call us when there's an emergency. It's mm. so going make yourself approachable before then so that they go, okay, I have a problem. I need to call you, but I don't want you to be somebody that's going to judge me or <laughs> take advantage of me. So I think Facebook's perfect for let's build up my, my friendliness and my personal demeanor. So I'm your, I'm your go-to person. All right. Well, that was some good advice. And there's, I, we could talk, I'm sure for a lot longer and we, we would yeah. find it interesting and everybody else would start to tune out. So we'll wrap up with there, but as people want to use your services, they want to learn more about how, whether it's LinkedIn or any or Facebook, social media, anything or all the above, they want to use your services. They want to ask you more questions. They want to be your friend. They want to be your employee. They want to invest in you. Any or all of the above, what's the best way to connect up with you? to go to my website, amyleannw.com. And so you can email me, you can find all of my links to all of my socials, everything. Best way to find me. All right. And they should be able to hopefully find you on uh, social media. So that would be- Yes, they better. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for coming on. It's been fun to talk a lot about LinkedIn yes. topic, but also some of the other ones, free resources and everything else. It's been a pleasure. Yes, now, it has. Now, now, for all of you that are listeners, make sure to, if you uh, ever have your journey to tell and you'd like to come on, or you're an expert and you'd like to share your expertise, just go to Inventive Journey, if I can say it now, InventiveJourneyGuest.com, and uh, feel free to apply to be on the podcast. If you're a listener, make sure to click subscribe and uh, so you can get notifications of all the new episodes they come out. And last but not least, if you're a startup or small business and ever need help with patents and trademarks, feel free to reach out to us at Miller IP Law. Thank you again, Amy. It's been fun to have you on. It's been a pleasure, and I wish you uh, good luck with uh, helping all the businesses out there to grow their presence. Thank you so much.